This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com. Promo code Opie Boner. You do it. Now on with the show. Welcome to my little uh, my little live stream. What's going on, Dennis and Justin Collins and who else? Rachel, what's going on? Crumbump, God, all the regulars popping right in. Donald, what's going on? McHenry, uh, Cruiser, what's up? What's up, Ken R? Hacks against hacks, what's up? Aaron Lewis, what's up? Rich Donovan, what's up? Rick Bradley, my God, all the regulars. You guys are like celebrities to me because I see online so much uh, supporting and contributing and coming up with your own content, man. I like that. I saw you today, John Doe. John's like, hey, Ope. When the hell are you going to start live streaming again? Well, we had that whole MLK thing going down, right? So took a little time, took a little time from doing nothing. <laughs> Is there anything better than taking a little time from doing nothing? <laughs> My God. And Junior from the hood. What's up? I don't hate you. I don't really hate many people. I don't think I hate anybody. If you want to know the God's honest truth, that hate will uh, fester and grow in your soul. You can't hate people. You got to learn to forgive. Oh, don't forget, though. Don't forget ever. But you can forgive. Hate is cancer. Vice versa knows that shit. Because you're hating on this person, right? And you're wishing all sorts of crazy shit to happen to that person because they did you wrong. And they're skipping through life. They don't even know that you're wasting your days uh, concerned about that person and obsessing about that person and hating on that person. They don't know that at all. They're having the time of their lives as you're sitting there just stressing out and avoiding everything else around you because you can't get past the fact that this person did you wrong. Look, it's a hard lesson to really, really understand. I'm not going to lie to you, but uh, in the end, I know that's the way to go. <laughs> I'm not perfect. There are people that did me wrong, and God, I wish th uh, things would happen to them. Of course, I'm human like the rest of, uh, the rest of you. But in the end, man, you're only hurting yourself because that person in general doesn't give a fuck, and they're just skipping through life. Yo, Opie, haters going to hate. You got that right, but it's how you deal with it. It's how you control the situation that's important. Oh, I know. I got the haters out there. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do, bro? What are you going to do? Uh, let's see. Chiefs or 49ers? Oh, Rachel. Uh, I did good with my picks over the weekend, though. I picked the Chiefs, 
I picked the Niners, and I picked Conor McGregor in the first round. So I had a damn good sports weekend, finally. The Super Bowl, though, uh, you got the Chiefs, you got the 49ers. I, I mean, I want the Chiefs to win. They haven't uh, won anything in, what, 50 years, I think? I was reading an article in their stadium. I've never been there before, but they have this, like, white flag that's, that's a-waving, and it's from 1969. <laughs> so, I mean, it would be great to see uh, the Chiefs take home the, uh, the Super Bowl. So, But I know there's a lot of 49ers fans out there. Andy Reid is a piece of shit, though. Why is he a piece of shit, Tom? Because he didn't win uh, one for you guys when he was with the Eagles? Is that what you're getting at? I, I think Andy Reid, I, I think it would be very cool if he uh, walks away with a Super Bowl. How about that? All right, speaking of football, I spent the morning watching uh, the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Oh, my God, if you're a fan of documentaries. And then, of course, if you're a fan of sports, this thing was amazing. Three episodes, about uh, three and a half total hours. I just, I just binge watched that this morning and couldn't get enough. That Aaron Hernandez story is absolutely insane. Has anyone else uh, seen it? Kevin uh, Climac, it looks like. That uh, Hernandez doc was really, really good. It really is insane how good it was. That guy murdered someone and then a month later signs a contract with the uh, or an extension I guess with the New England Patriots 40 million dollars over five years and then plays a whole season knowing that he at this point murdered three people not only murdered three people then he also uh, tried to take out his quote friend that was with him for the uh, I think the drive-by right yeah the drive-by one it's hard to keep track of all this and the guy plays a whole season for the Patriots, knowing that shit is in the back of his head. It was insane. Aaron Hernandez was the real-life gangster fag. Well, uh, Toon Squad, you're not wrong. It came out in the documentary that uh, Aaron Hernandez was living a secret life, uh, was either uh, gay or bisexual, or if you're bisexual, are you gay? I don't know how all that works, but... Uh, you know, his his quarterback from high school admitted that they used to fool around. He had an overbearing father that wasn't nice to his mom and certainly wouldn't accept the gay in his household. So then Aaron Hernandez becomes a tough guy, hiding the fact that uh, he might have liked men, uh, tattoos all over his body. He uh, he got a squeeze pregnant, his girlfriend, and they had a kid. Because um, in the world of football, especially, it's real. Spoiler alert. Are you crazy, Vinny? This shit's been out there forever. Forever. But I, I think out of all the Aaron Hernandez stuff I've seen, this by far was um, the best one. Absolutely the best one. Netflix did an amazing job with this. Really digging into his childhood and his, uh, his tough um, upbringing uh, with his father, who died very young. I think Aaron Hernandez was only 16. Went in for routine surgery. Was it hernia surgery, I think? Help me out. Then goes down there and plays um, uh, with the Gators and Tim Tebow. And while down there, he got, in, got into some trouble. Then he's in a, in a club and he, he, he murders these two guys because they bumped into him. And then he, he's playing uh, with the Patriots. No one has an idea that this is going on. And then his, uh, his girlfriend's sister's boyfriend was kind of his friend because of the sister's. 
And then the rumor is he might have saw something, so then he feels like he's got to murder him. Everyone knows the story, obviously, but uh, it was so damn good. It's it's scary on so many levels because he was found innocent in the double homicide because he had a great lawyer, the same lawyer that that defended uh, what's-her-name there, Casey Anthony, right? Yeah, so for the second trial, he gets Casey Anthony's uh, lawyer, and he gets him off. And then there's hope that, you know, maybe they could overturn the, uh, the other murder conviction. And then uh, supposedly uh, good old Boston radio started talking about his sexuality. And then he hung himself a mere couple days later. Just insane. Really shows you about the court system. If you got a really good lawyer, you could get off, which isn't kind of fair. Thank you, Jeff Potter. Hey, Jeff, what's up? I, I recognize you. And then they brought the CTE discussion into the into the documentary. And a lot of people are saying, you know, maybe that's why he was living this double life because no one had an idea. He basically was a sociopath. And uh, I liked a bunch of people in the in the documentary were like, we're not giving him a pass because he had CTE. He had advanced CTE, actually, because they donated his brain to science after he hung himself and they found that uh at 27 years old he had advanced cte you can't give him a pass on that there's thousands of uh, ex-athletes out there that are suffering from cte and they're not murdering people all over the fucking place so the high school quarterback's father was a a character absolutely spider rico that guy wanted to make sure you knew he was all man (laughs) that's what i got out of that because he had a he had a deal and he dealt with it very well and I was I was very uh, I, I was very relieved to see that but uh, you know his son finally comes out as bisexual his son was the quarterback for Aaron Hernandez they played on the same football team in high school and uh, the quarterback used to fool around with Aaron Hernandez uh, here and there and the father had no idea so in the documentary I, I don't know i felt like he was like really selling the fact that i'm all man i'm all man and i'm okay with what my son told me i just want him to be happy <laughs> oh my god but he played it over the top it was pretty cool any other new doc suggestions uh we talked about don't fuck with cats that one it was really really good as well that one uh will creep you the f out though man and be careful uh it, there's there's a scene where the uh, the sociopath in that movie uh, is putting live kittens in a bag, and then you know that uh, that vacuum thing that sucks all the air out of the out of the bag. Am I ruining this for anybody? But they did it just enough. It, it, if uh, they stayed on that video, honestly, another five seconds, I would have been out, and I wouldn't have been able to watch the rest of that documentary because that one was a really good one too, called "Don't Fuck with Cats." Uh, that part was hilarious. J- just kidding. Okay, Jesus. You turned it off after that? Yeah, man. That was nuts. I think it was weird. They kept repeating it over and over. What part, Crypt Keeper? The kitten part? Yeah, I don't think they needed that. I, I think the uh, producers of that film and the director, they didn't have confidence because all he had to do was show that just a little bit at the beginning of the film. And I think all of us would have went, okay, we get it. We get it. But I think you're right. Yeah, they kept going back to that over and over again. And then it's funny. What's up, Frank Miller? Consider me a regular. All right, I will, as we try to do these on a regular basis. Uh, you, Oh, Chris from New Jersey. Sorry for being late. Had to order my Betty White candle. Nice. Very nice. What, what do you think that would smell like? I'm thinking the East River here in New York City, somewhere in late August with no wind a-blowing. I think that's what the Betty White vagina candle would be like. I saw uh, the Joker 
with Joaquin Phoenix, finally. I think I had no desire to see the Joker like everyone else because you're thinking the Joker, you're thinking uh, Heath Ledger. That, that movie was really, really well done, man. It was creepy as all hell. Uh, they had a nice angle on that. Obviously, it's Gotham, but it was filmed in uh, New York City, and they, they really played up the grittiness of New York City. It, like it, it felt like a movie that could have easily been from the 70s or, or 80s, and uh, I loved it. Joker was great, but I think it was trying just a little too hard. Uh, Taxi Driver was subtle, but Joaquin Phoenix played this role, per, uh, but played the role perfectly. Sorry, I messed that uh, comment up. Lawrence uh, Fishburnt. I was thinking that. I mean, the Joker definitely felt like Taxi Driver from time to time. Absolutely. And then a, a, and then you put in a couple splashes of uh, the King of Comedy, and it didn't hurt that Robert De Niro was in the Joker. But, man, I, I really, really fucking enjoyed that. I'm moving on to the Quentin Tarantino movie next with, uh, with Brad Pitt, who ran into Jennifer Aniston backstage. Oh, my God. Did everyone see the pictures? Are they back together? And Brad Pitt had to stop everything to watch the TV when Jennifer Aniston was speaking. My goodness. The internet went crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. We're the worst. We are the worst. I'm not going to lie to you. I took a little peek when I saw uh, Brad Pitt was trending. I'm like, why is he trending? It's like, oh, look at that. Do they got something going on there? <laughs> why, why do I care? Like, I, I don't care about the, the royal people. Who are they again? Merkel and, and uh, is it Harry? Is it William? Who is that? Who's the redhead that, that uh, obviously, obviously has a different father than his brother? Is it Harry? They are so better off uh, getting away from that royal crap. But just Google, if you haven't already, to see Harry, uh, the guy they think is Harry's actual father. He looks exactly like him. Uh, oh, Merkel is the German dictator. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's, so so is it Harry and what? Megan? Yeah, Merkel is the, is the giant potato. She looks like she likes her, uh, her German uh, cuisine. Uh, Harry looks like Carson Wentz. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, I did watch the whole Meghan Markle is the full name. Thank you, Toon Squad. I appreciate the love. Yes. Okay, so this episode of the Opie Radio Podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com. Use the promo code Opie. I was talking to my pals at Blue Chew. I said, hey, man, how are we doing? And they said, oh, tell you the truth, we're 75% happy. And I'm like, what does that mean? They said, well, we need to get to 100% happy, and then we'll continue sponsoring the OP Radio podcast. I said, oh, okay. So what that means is I need a few of you guys, not many, but a few, to go to bluechew.com and get your boner bill and get those boners. And if we get a bunch more boners, they will be at 100%, and they will continue sponsoring the OP Radio podcast. So step up for the podcast. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew, prescribed online 
by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make that sound so creepy. Uh, they're made in the USA and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy and best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, bluechew.com, promo code OPIE to try it for free. Remember, they're at 75%. I need to get to 100, so I need a few of you guys to do this. Get your boners now. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, Ope, what's the most sentimental thing, Patrice? Oh, man, your Patrice O'Neill question went flying by. I'll tell you the, be the best thing he ever told me, the sentimental thing I got to think about. Um, but he, he taught me uh, a very valuable lesson about um, comedy and humor. If you, if, you, if you make jokes about some horrific topic, that means you didn't really give a shit about that topic in general. And I was always, I was always confused by that. And he was the one that really really hammered the point home that you could you could take a topic very very seriously and also make fun of that topic as well and i i think that's incredibly important to anyone that follows comedy and wants to um protect comedy because as soon as you joke about something like right now you really can't joke about transgenders although i did a bit on the last episode of the opie radio podcast but that's that's a hot button right now because then those people come after you and they, they they think you don't take the the transgender community seriously. And I think that's all horseshit because I think to get complete acceptance as a group, you got to be able to make fun of yourself and laugh at yourself and laugh as a group. Um, but Patrice really helped me uh, fully understand all of that. Uh, what's the greatest thing you have done for inner peace? Chris Hamilton, um, the greatest thing. There's not, uh, there's not one thing. I guess the greatest thing for inner peace was just really learning how to, uh, to meditate and really learn how to uh, embrace what is and to uh, just, just officially really, I mean, I, I think it's really tough, but to live in the moment uh, more than not, I'm not fully there. But as soon as you learn that uh, the past don't mean shit, the future doesn't mean shit, know what matters? Right here, right now, right here, right now. Um, and that's a great lesson to learn. Best for inner peace is fishing. Uh, crypt, keeper, crypt keeper, you're not a lion. Yes, that is very, very good for the inner peace. Until you, you hook on to a damn 80-pound stingray, and then you feel like you're having a heart attack as you're trying to reel that bitch in for the next hour because it, it's like a steel door, and it, and it sinks to the bottom and gets in the sand, and then you're so curious, like, what the hell is on this fishing line that you're not willing to just cut it and let it go? So next thing you know, you're fighting this thing for an hour, and you got to work it with the waves, and if you're lucky enough uh, where the line doesn't snap after an hour, which has happened to me and my buddies a few times each, 
Um, it's quite a show for everybody that's walking by on the beach. And then you pull that sucker in and people are like, holy shit, is that what killed Steve Irwin? Watch out for the spike. Where is the spike? And you're sitting there trying to figure out how to get the hook out and everyone has their questions. Oh my God, what is that thing? Is it Batman? <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> Did anyone... um? See, on my Twitter, but actually it was going around on a lot of people's Twitters. Did you see the picture of the parrotfish? You've seen this fish before. It looks like it has human teeth. And uh, they're saying that sand on beaches, especially I think in Hawaii, is, uh, is basically parrotfish poop because they use those giant rich Voss chompers and they actually grind down and eat the coral. And then the coral comes out as shit, which we, which we know as sand. Look it up if you don't believe me. Look, look this shit up. So they're like, when you're in Hawaii and you're putting your tootsies in the sand, you're basically putting your, your tootsies in parrot fish shit. Uh, what was your favorite O&A moment in the WNEW days, pre-XM post WAAF? Wow, what was my favorite Oh, in a moment there. I mean, I don't know how much of that stuff is online. I know that I know so much of uh, the Sirius XM years are online, but those NEW years were so special. My favorite moment, man, I couldn't I, I, I don't even know where to begin with that. I mean, it could be, you know, having young girls come in and uh, try out the lesbian couch. It could have been the time we fired a fire, um, a bottle rocket out of a girl's vagina. That was way up there. The 55-gallon drum challenge, the homeless shopping spree. I mean, meeting George Carlin for the first time. These are things that are just popping in my head. I'm sure I'm missing some great ones. Uh, I, I don't know if I could like pinpoint one moment, to be honest with you. Opie, do you remember blowing off Sasha Baron Cohen at XM? No, man. Fill me in on that one. I don't remember. I, I, I know the fans of the Opie and Anthony show at this point know way more than me because I, I, haven't, I haven't refreshed my memory in many, many years because I, I don't really listen to uh, old O&A stuff at this point. So um, I know the super fans that know way more than me. Uh, would I consider doing a show with Ant and Jim again? No. Fuck no. 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 Not even a thought. Uh, do you use any meditation apps? If so, what's the best one? I do not. I found them distracting, to, to be honest with you, because it's an app, and then they feel like they got to talk. I guess if you're a beginner, some of those apps would be really, really good. What, what's the one I tried? I think it was Headspace. Headspace was okay. Um, I actually used some Headspace on the way home from Santa Rosa, California, after Guy Fieri's memorial for Carl. I was looking to just totally fucking chill out on that plane and um so i tried it but they just babble they jump in too much but i guess if you're really trying to figure out how to focus on your breath and whatnot it's not a bad place to go i would suggest you find a really good meditation uh course and uh put in the time that's how i did it at first i think i took um like five classes in a row and then that same lady uh i go to her meditation class from time to time so just like everything, you know, I go every week and then next thing you know, I haven't gone in a month or two, but I pretty much meditate every, every single day. Am I smoking the weed these days? No, man. All that's on hold. Hey, crumb bomb. What's up? Got to tell you about this crumb bomb. 
This crumb bum used to be a big fucking hater of mine. Uh, blocked him many times on the Twitter. And uh, I'll be honest with you, Carl uh, uh, said, yo, bro, give him a chance, man. He's a good guy, actually. And I'm like, he's a good guy. Let me list all the shitty stuff he said about me. Uh, long story short, unblocked him. He seems uh, cool as shit. But what's up, Crumb Bomb? So he, he, uh, he goes, uh, Opie, you smoking the weed these days? No, man, that's on hold because of the vape pen action. I was, I was doing a little vape pen, and uh, I'm fucking scared of that lung shit. And my friend Matt from the Smoking Tire said, you know, maybe change up to like a G-Pen or I forget what he's using these days. I don't think he uses the G-Pen. And he uh, insists that it's a lot safer than the, uh, than the jewels and stuff with the, the fancy uh, nicotine flavors. I don't know where I stand on that whole thing. So um, I haven't really smoked pot in, uh, man, a couple months probably. Probably got a, got the edibles uh, kind of piling up. I haven't even dipped into that as much lately. So I, I, I am on the CBD, though. All these CB, CBD companies came after me, want to be on my podcast, and I, file, uh, I finally settled on uh, Hempland. And I'm taking, they haven't even started their live raid, so it's like a free commercial for them. If you go to Hempland, though, make sure you use my code Opie. But um, they got some good shit, man. I'm doing one in the morning, some, uh, some drops under the tongue. It's, honest to God, it's giving me some nice energy. Uh, the pink sand, Andrea? It, oh, the pink sand? You think that's where the, the parrot fish uh, poo is, is, is actually the pink sand? I don't know. I hope some of you looked up the parrot fish since we mentioned it on this live stream. Oh, my God. You'll laugh at just what the damn thing looks like. And it evolved because it decided, well, all the other uh, stuff in the ocean was eating each other. The, this dumb parrot fish, when it had stupid teeth, was just kind of gnawing on the coral, and they're like, fuck, oh, God, it hurts. And then, you know, evolution has to take its time, and uh, the parrotfish didn't want to give up on chomping on the coral. And then, uh, you know, evolution made those teeth like Rich Voss is just giant, stupid choppers. So they could, uh, <laughs> so they could finally grind down that coral and make our sandy beaches, according to what I was reading online today, man. Uh, look it up for yourself. You'll laugh and you'll tweet about it. I guarantee. Uh, are you surrounded by great beer empties right now? Thanks for bringing the funny brother, man. What's up, Sexton Hardcastle? I I know you. Actually, I was drinking the other day over the weekend. I was drinking a a, a s'mores. Uh, uh, this thing, look, I'm, I'm not promoting it cause I, I didn't like it, but Shiner is one of my favorite beers out of, uh, Austin, Texas, I think. And one of their seasonal beers is a, um, I think it's, I think it's called s'mores or something like that. And it's chocolate and marshmallow. The problem is you taste a little too much of the chocolate and a little too much of the marshmallow. So, oh, no one in this chat is going to, <laughs> going to Hawaii. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, they said in general that that uh, the sand on the beaches, it just shows you how how long Earth's been here. But they said it's it's pretty much from fish uh, pooping out stuff and, and other dead creatures. It's and it's the ocean just grinding down like rocks and shells. And that's your sand. That's just unbelievable when you start thinking about it. What's a goal for 2020? Hey, Rachel, I, I don't I don't uh, I don't make goals. Uh, I guess uh, I want to continue working on myself. Gay! Sorry, but she asked. 
and uh, be a better father and, uh, you know, maybe squeeze out some uh, some more uh, podcast subscribers. That would be nice. Uh, we watched three and a half hours, four hours of Naked and Afraid. I've seen it from time to time. A click, uh, you know, a clip here, a clip there. We're flipping around channels and we'll stop. But for whatever reason, I really got into watching a marathon of Naked and Afraid. The one where it's, uh, I think it's called Naked and Afraid Alone. Help me out, the, the people that are like regular viewers of this show. Uh, I am naked and afraid right now. There you go, Richard Powell. Put something in your hiney. Put that naked and afraid. Uh, okay, hi, Opie. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sanctuary of Geeks. Hi, Opie. Not a hater. I, I didn't think you were. But what would you do if you walked past Anthony in the street? Would you talk? You're both New York City-based. Surely it will happen at some point. Uh, I, I really don't want to run into him whatsoever, to be honest with you. I have no desire. Um, it's eh, whatever. I, I Honestly, I don't want to get into that tonight. Um, but I, I don't know what I would do. There, there's just too much, too much shit that has happened. I'm really, really mad about it um look we didn't like each other but uh you know somewhere along the, the way anthony decided that he really needed to make it him against me if you really look at the whole history of that i i, I was staying out of it he has spent five and a half years just trashing me at every uh, at every turn i can honestly say that the overwhelming majority of hate i get towards me and my family absolutely comes from anthony um and that just really, really makes me uh, really mad and really sad at the same time, if that makes sense. <clears throat> so uh, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I hope I hope I don't, you know, just casually, you know, walk past him in uh, in New York City. So uh, I just like to try to remember, you know, the good over the bad. It's not easy sometimes, but. Um, that's, that's, that's the answer. I hope, I hope that answered your question. Um, anyway, uh, naked and afraid alone. Oh my goodness. That the show is kind of stupid though, right? Because all it is, is these guys are out in the, the wilderness, uh, for 21 straight days. It's great TV, especially cause they now show the heinies on the women with their little dimples in the back and stuff. And the little, like, uh, a uh, shallow hole above their crack. If that's not a sexy spot, Heinies again. What's wrong with Heinies? Oh, I said put something in your Heinie earlier. You're right. You're right. But uh, the show's really stupid because they make some kind of a lean to, and then uh, and then they just have to hold on for 21 uh, days, barely eating anything, eating crappy stuff like worms and tiny little fish they find. And every once in a while, there's a dead animal that's fresh that that they get to cook up, and that, that's exciting. Um, but all they're doing is just for 21 days trying to deal with the fact that they're getting eaten alive by bugs. That's the whole show. That's it. There's nothing really impressive about it. It's just, you know, what is your stamina? Can you just sit out in the wilderness in the middle of the night with all these insane bugs and, and uh, stay up all night as you're swatting bugs and itching your skin raw? And uh, some of the guys that get to the 21 days and a lot of people simply don't. And then I think they get afraid they, they mess it up because every once in a while they'll show a drone shot or something. And you could see like the producer with the cameraman and there's a medical tent nearby. Um, 
you know, you, you, obviously you know they're being filmed, but as soon as they, they show like the support staff like that, it totally takes you out of the show. Totally takes you out. Because then you know, oh, okay, if anything really bad is going on, there's people really, really close that'll take care of a real situation as you're itching stupid mosquito uh, uh, bites in the middle of the night. You know, they, they got guards with guns and stuff uh, very close to where, where uh, this person's camp is. So. But I, I, I really, really enjoyed the show, though. It was, a, it was a lot of fun to check out. Who are you liking out of the Democrats? Oh, Toon Squad, here we go. Started watching the impeachment trial, and it's infuriating. Um, I don't know. I think this entire country should be so mad at the process that is going on in front of our eyes. But if you're a Republican, you're loving it because they're controlling this whole fucking thing, and they're going to make sure there's no real witnesses called, and it's just a big, big circus. And enjoy the win, but I think in the end that it really hurts our, our political system in America. I think it's terrible what's going on with that thing. And you know, we already know the outcome. They might as well not even waste our fucking time and, and spend that time uh, doing something uh, useful that could really help this country because yeah, he, he's not going to be removed from office. Everyone knows that. The Republicans you know, control it right to the end here. And like I said on a past live stream, unless there's some incredible news that comes out in the next week or two, some dramatic uh, uh, piece of evidence, you know, this is just a complete waste of time. But I think even if there was like a bombshell piece of evidence, even that that it's still not going to affect how this goes. No, I know he's not going to be removed. I'm not stupid, furious. I understand that. And I know I'm talking to uh, Democrats and I know I'm talking to uh, Republicans. Uh, today I beat up, uh, the Democrats because, you know, Bernie Sanders is, is trying to make a run at the presidency. And then you got that stupid Hillary Clinton saying no one likes them. No one likes working with them. It's like the, the party can't afford them to be splintered in so many different, uh, uh, factions right now. They got to stick to fucking together. Trump has a lot of weaknesses, but the Democrats don't have a candidate. It's unbelievable. With that said, who do I like? I like the Yang. I like Yang. Yang seems pretty, uh, pretty honest and pretty real. I think the other uh, candidates are playing it very, very safe. Weaknesses name one KC in NorCal. I thought we got along. Is this going to be the end of our uh, relationship? Read the comments. Who wants to answer KC's? KC's comment here. It says uh, weaknesses. Name one. I leave it up to you guys. But um, I like Yang. He seems pretty honest. I think the rest of them are very seasoned politicians because you don't know what to believe. They seem like they're all full of shit. And then you got the TV guy. He's a billionaire. So he he bought all those crazy uh, commercials about impeaching Trump. Next thing you know, he's in all the debates when there's better candidates that didn't uh, meet the criteria. This is our political uh, system. It's insane. There you go. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> throws out the first one. Here we go. I just want you guys to fight now. I want the, uh, I want the, I want both sides to fight like we do every day on our Facebooks and everything else. Uh, the first comment I saw was he's a dunce. He has small hands. Crumbum, what's up, buddy? Crumbum back in the picture. He's a dunce. <laughs> All the insults are childish. Uh, uh, it, it, uh, it's jealousy. I think you're trying to say, yeah, it's jealousy. Okay. So 
I'm just saying, I think Trump's a bit weak. You know, he's got weaknesses, and uh, I think he could be taken if uh, the Democrats had a, a good, solid candidate. And, you know, but the other side of it, because I really, I really try to look at both sides. I, I'm not rah-rah, you know, uh, team team Democrat or, or team uh, uh, Republican. I, 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 I don't believe these days. I really don't. Uh, what are you having for dinner? I am having chicken piccata, chicken piccata, chicken piccata. I actually smell it. Yeah, and my mouth just watered <laughs> when I said chicken piccata. Pineapple on pizza. I'm not going to lie, Rachel. It's not bad. It's not bad. And as we all know by now, that's why Carl killed himself. Actually, I shouldn't start that rumor. Carl did not kill himself. But Carl's no longer with us because he couldn't handle the fact that people were putting pineapple on pizza. I kind of like it. And it used to bother Carl. Not that I ever had it in front of him, but I'm like, you know what, Carl? It's not that bad. Get a little of the sweet with a little of the salt. <laughs> what I, but uh, what I think is uh, I, I would be in agreement with with Carl is the fact that uh, what, what, do they, uh, what do they add to the, the pizza this week? Uh, was it Kiwi? I think it was Kiwi, right? Warren will probably win. They want her so bad. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know because I mean, then the Democrats—they're—they're uh, they're dipping uh, more than their toes into socialism, and that scares the shit out of—I uh, would say—close uh, to a majority of the people in America. So I think that's a terrible strategy as well. The Democrats have to move to the middle just a little bit, a little bit. No, he didn't kill himself. Jesus, I see. There we go. There we go. Was it kiwi on the pizza that came out recently? I think it was, right? Speaking of Carl, my um, my buddy Matt at Gephardt's, where I do a lot of my podcast episodes, he wrote me tonight, and, uh, you know, we need a place where we could celebrate Carl's, uh, you know, Carl's life, a place that it was special to uh, to him. And one of the places was absolutely Gephardt's. We, we met a lot of fans there over the last couple of years. Me and him had a lot of great uh, times there recording podcasts. Matt knows how special that place was. So uh, Matt from Gephardt's has started a uh, Ruizing um, uh, kind of special to honor Carl, and it's a shot and a beer at Gephardt's uh, on the Upper West Side at 72nd Street. So look for it if you go in there. It's basically a shot of Jim Beam and, oh, shit, I forgot what the beer is, but he picked a special beer. Uh, oh, what was the beer? I'll tweet it out later. Good old Carl. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. Couple things. Uh, you know, maybe buy a t-shirt or a hat at opiradio.com. I got bandwidth charges up the ass every month. You fuckers are downloading too many episodes. So help me keep the podcast free. Um, basically I'm asking you to, uh, support my sponsors. If you can, if you can't, that's okay too. I understand. But uh, this week's sponsors are OatsOvernight.com, promo code Opie. It's a, it's a very good uh, breakfast alternative. I've been eating the Oats Overnight for the last month. I love them. They, they got the protein, and they got some really, really good flavors, and they just started sponsoring my, my podcast, so I want to make a good impression on them. And then the other sponsor this week is Blue Chew for your dick. Get that dick hard with Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Promo code OP. All right, guys. 
Uh, this was fun. And make sure you subscribe to the Opie Radio podcast. Um, I'm starting to use some of this audio on the podcast or more and more of it. So, uh, fuck Andrea, but, but Tara, $15 to help keep the podcast free. Thank you, Andrea. I hope you had dipped into that meditation by now, Andrea. I hope you did. Uh, yeah, right on, George. Uh, night to you as well. Blue Chew, you don't know what uh, Blue Chew is, Richard Powell? It's basically, you know... I don't know if they want me to use the other brands, but it's, uh, you know, it's an alternative to the other ones you know, okay? The, the Cialis and the Viagra. People seem to really like the Blue Chew. Carl liked the Blue Chew. Uh, there was one time at the Creepy Cabin, a lot of you guys that are regulars to my podcast, um, we laughed like idiots for like 10 minutes straight because Carl had a few Blue Chews laying around and he wanted us to take them and just podcast with boners. <laughs> And I'm kind of bummed I didn't do that, man. I would just have one more memory with my pal Carl as we sat at the creepy cabin with boners podcasting, <laughs> drinking founders. Jesus. Oh, he was a special human being. All right, Spider. God bless you too, buddy. Uh, my definition of God is very different, though. It's not based on organized religion. Religion? It's not based on organized religion, but I do believe, I believe in something. How did I make this uncomfortable, Ron B? Now we're all gonna wait for you. How did I make this uncomfortable? Oh, because of the boners and podcasting? It's not gay if you're just going for laughs, right? <laughs> all right, man. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>